Thank you for coming to the podcast. This is Top Turtle MMA Podcast on FlowCombat.com. We got a special bonus interview for you guys here today. We're interviewing Manny Bermudez, who fights later today against Casey Kenny. Just couldn't fit this in the regularly scheduled episode, so we got it for you here right now for your listening pleasure before UFC 241. Now, before we get to that interview, I just got to quickly mention that this interview is brought to you by Maroon Social. Check out the Maroon Social app, which will ha- help you track your martial arts progress. That's right. It's a social media app specifically designed to help you track what you're doing in your martial arts classes, whether it's boxing, jiu-jitsu, judo, samba, whatever it is you do, that app will help you track it. It's pretty much the best thing out there if you want to stay on top of your game. That's Maroon Social, M-A-R-U-N-E, and they bring you this interview with Manny Bermudez. This is Daniel Gumby, Freeland from Top Turtle MMA on FlowCombat.com, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Manny Bermudez, who fights Casey Kenny at UFC 241 on August 17th. So, Manny, I know before this fight you were campaigning to get that Uriah Faber comeback fight. Did you watch that fight? And if so, what did you think of Faber's performance? Yeah, no, I thought Faber looked great. Um, you know, he took he took down a very good prospect, Ricky Simone, who was 14-1 and one at the time. Uh, you know, I was a little surprised he had as much pop as as he did when he came back in, but you know, I still I still like that fight personally. Yeah, you would still like that fight. You would. It wasn't really about his comeback. It was more about still wanting to fight Uriah Faber. Uh, no, I mean I think he looked good, but that kind of makes me want to. You know, <laughs> like I think I think it's a good challenge because he's uh you know he's, he's such an experienced veteran. Um, and, and you know the fact that he's still looking good like that, it's both the name and and the skill capacity. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I like what you said about the name and the skill capacity, too, because, you know, you're fighting a skilled guy in Casey Kenny here, but, you know, you're also 3-0 and in the UFC with all finishes. Were you sort of surprised when they offered you a name that, that only had one, you know, UFC fight to his name? Um, No, just because, you know, like, when I, when I was coming up, I got all sorts of guys, too. I got, like, uh, this last kid I fought, Benito, was undefeated from Alpha Male, and then we had... Uh, Davy Grant, who was like, you know, kind of a veteran. He was an ultimate fighter guy. Um, he just tough dude. And then my first fight was, I think, Albert Morales, who was also like pretty tough, pretty well-rounded. You know, so, so I, I think uh, I think it's fair, you know, because like when, when I was coming up, I got a variety of people. So I don't see why I shouldn't like continue. Because you know, that's, that's, that's how you like you prove yourself and all that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and now Casey Kenny's a guy who grapples a little bit too, which which I I can assume is pretty exciting for you. Do you think he's going to try to grapple with you? Um No, I don't think so. I think I think he's gonna I think I think he's gonna try enough to just stay away from it. I think he's a smart fighter and I think he sees how I get most of my finishes. So he's gonna assume that's you know, like that that's just the thing to stay away from. So um, I don't think he's gonna grapple too much. He might try to like wrestle, you know. He might try to like grab onto me against the fence or whatever. But I don't think he's gonna grapple, grapple. Yeah. Speaking of grapple, grapple, you, you recently had a match booked, uh, two for a grappling match booked with Devin Powell for Cage Titans. It, it fell through. Was that due to to taking this fight? Yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to risk, you know, getting getting hurt for uh, oh, you know, a, a grappling match. And then not be able to get paid for for a UFC fight, or like the UFC gets mad at me for getting hurt <laughs> while in a fight camp, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But are grappling super fights something that that are on your radar in the future to stay busy? I mean, there's a lot of grappling promotions out there now. 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'd be down to do it, you know. Uh, it's not like, <laughs> it's not my number one priority right now, but it's definitely something I would do if, if, if it was offered to me. Awesome, cool. Uh, so we'll certainly look forward to seeing that maybe. Now, I, I wanted to ask you, too, th- there's a card coming up in Boston, and, and you're not looking past Casey Kenny by any means because he's a tough fight. But I have to imagine being a guy from Massachusetts, this is a card you're looking to get on? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, itching to get on that. I, I kind of want this Casey fight over with just so I can see what state I'm in, you know, <laughs> like, like see, see if I can actually make this happen. But like you said, I can't look past him. Um, I've been trying to, you know, keep my eyes set on, on Casey because, you know, Casey's a tough dude. He's uh, scrappy and... All, all that stuff. I, I just don't want to, you know, mess that up because I'm not focusing on him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and now it would be a pretty quick turnaround, right? It's like a two month turnaround. You probably would have to go right back into fight camp. Is that something you've done before in the past? And it, is it something that you enjoy doing? Yeah, I mean, I used to fight all the time. You know, like uh, especially locally, I would go like because I think Case Sands would have like uh, a show every three or four, three months or so. And so I was fighting like three, four, or five times a year. Um, it, it wasn't like, it, it, it was, it was fun because it's what, what I'm always doing anyways. I'm always at the gym. I'm always training. Um, you know, but I guess the only thing different now would be just like, I, I keep cutting the weight, which kind of sucks, but I'll do it, you know? And, and how much do you have to cut? Like how much are you down versus where you walk around? Uh, right now or? I mean, how much do you walk what? around when you're not in fight camp? Uh, I walk around heavy, like uh, mid seventies. Uh, yeah, <laughs> mid seventies. Wow. Okay, so that's pretty substantial weight cutting. Then that, that's not like we just skip a cheeseburger this weekend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and so and like the weight just like comes on quick. So I got you know. So for me to go from you know, it's probably better for me to go from one to another because I don't have to like uh, you know, <laughs> like like blow up and get it back down and then and then all that. I just go right from one to the other. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Now, I want to talk about the run you're on right now because you've got a pretty crazy run. Your last 14 fights in your pro career were all wins. Your last six amateur fights were wins. A, a, you know, a huge number of submissions. But I do want to ask you just a question because I'm curious if you remember the only loss you have in your career was your second amateur fight. Is there anything you remember about that fight or is there anything you look back at that fight that you wish you could do different? Yeah, um... I mean, I, I won't do anything different just because it's part of the learning experience. Um, I, I fought this kid, Grant Mosley, and I, this is when I was when I just turned 18, so it was like my second fight. He, uh, I walk in the cage and he's like, he's like six one, six two, like because he's at 45. And uh, this is before I, I was really lifting weights heavy or anything like that. So I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, God damn, this guy's so tall. Like, what am I supposed to do with him? So I like kind of like bum rush punching and then like like recklessly like threw him down and started like <laughs> recklessly punching and then uh he, he had like these super long legs and, and you know he, he's a flooring guy so he, so he had like very good jiu-jitsu very good triangles and uh as i'm just kind of like recklessly punching trying to get this this fight over with uh he triangles me and i'm like oh no <laughs> and then so then i start like rolling over trying to get out the choke and, and i got to a point where i thought i was out but this dude's legs was so long that that it was it was just like never ending. So I was like, all right, I'm out, I'm out. Oh wait, no, he still got like another foot of legs. And then, uh, you know, that was it. That was a choke. Well, that that's kind of poetic when you think about it. That your only loss is by triangle choke too, because then that run that you went on with triangle chokes of your own, 
it, it certainly was like one of the most impressive triangle choke runs I've ever seen. Yeah, I guess I'm a little better then. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before we let you go, I do want to ask you know, I always like to try to get a prediction out of fighters, whether they like it or not. Uh, you're fighting Casey Kenny, uh, August 17th. Do you got a prediction on whether or not you're going to finish this one with a triangle? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go first round triangle. All right, I like it a lot. So once again, this was Manny Bermudez, who fights Casey Kenny at UFC 241 on August 17th. Manny, thanks so much for the time, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Good talking to you.